0: Welcome to Clocking In, Forces of NC Manufacturing. I'm your host, Phil Mintz, Director of the North Carolina Manufacturing Extension Partnership, otherwise known as NCMEP. My role is to drive outreach to NC manufacturers, build relationships to federal and state leaders, and coordinate efforts to drive profitable manufacturing growth in North Carolina. Throughout my time working closely with manufacturers, I have heard the most quirky, curious, and memorable stories. I wanted to turn these stories into a podcast so that others may hear and be informed and inspired from humble beginnings to manufacturing Titans, from tragedy to triumph. I will be interviewing some of these manufacturers who have made North Carolina manufacturing the powerhouse that it is today. Sometimes in manufacturing, you meet a special leader who not only operates a successful factory, but has also made a big commitment to the recognition and continued progress of the industry. Today, we're clocking in with a special voice of North Carolina Manufacturing, who is a creator, communicator, and great advocate for the future of making things in our state. Jerry Petley is the president and owner of Mertech Solutions, a manufacturing systems designer and integrator located in Sanford, North Carolina. Jerry has been in the manufacturing industry for over 45 years and is quite the pillar in his community and throughout the state. He sits on many boards and contributes to lots of advocacy for manufacturing with a focus on actively looking for ways to get young people excited about manufacturing through outreach programs. Jerry and Murtek has won many awards for their efforts, including the North Carolina Science, Mathematics and Technology Education Center's Outstanding Business Award in 2016, and the Small Business of the Year Award by Business North Carolina Magazine in 2017, where they coined Jerry Pedley as Mr. Robot on the magazine's front cover. I could spend a whole podcast segment just talking about the greatness of Jerry Pedley, but we happen to have him with us today so you can hear for yourself. Jerry, thanks for taking the time to speak with us. How are you doing?
1: Doing very good, and uh, I, uh, I'm looking forward to this podcast. And I am first of all want to mention thank you for everything that IES does for manufacturing in this state. It's just amazing the things that you guys have accomplished, and you, know, you know, I'm proud to be part of this podcast with this group.
0: Yeah, actually, Jerry, you're, you're a great advocate for us. And you know, you've contributed to our board. And we're really pleased to, to how you've been kind of hanging around us and giving us some great enlightenment. But you know, Jerry, when I think of you, my mind often flashes to one of the National Manufacturing Day celebrations at your plant. And seeing you serve those hot dogs to busloads of young kids coming through your factory. What got you involved with the development of young people in manufacturing and technology?
1: Well, I'll, I guess I'll say getting involved in the community and, and, and youth probably had to do with joining up with our community college. 30 years ago now this month, when I called over there and I said, "I, I we're, we're starting here in Lee County and we need some employees. And they sent three people out the next day and I think we hired all three of them. So, so we, we've been involved with youth and education, through all that, um, that started in 1990. And I think, I think maybe we wanna give back to the community and to education systems even more. So Manufacturing Day came up when it, how many years ago has that been? Is it six or seven years ago? It seems like
0: that, yeah.
1: So, so we, uh, we signed up for it, not really knowing what we were getting into and our vendors really chipped in and supplied things. The hot dogs are provided by one of our suppliers um, suppliers set up booths. They bring robots, so it's become a, a just a mini trade fair. But, gosh, I think last year I saw two youth walking out, and one of them said, "Wasn't this the best? Uh, what 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 do they call it? Day away from the school? Uh,
0: field trips. Or- uh,
1: yeah, the best field trip ever." As they were walking <laughs> out, and I thought, "Well, that made my day." So, so youth enjoy it. Uh, we we enjoy giving back, and then in the selfish side of it. We we always manage to gain great employees as a result of getting involved in the community and and from manufacturing day. So so it's it's a good help for us and our resources.
0: Yes, great. So although you certainly become an important person in Lee County community and beyond, you're not from around here originally, are you? You tell <laughs> me, you grew up on a farm.
1: Yes. Oh, see now I can go on for an hour.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll give you a signal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, uh, of course, I was, I was raised on the Pedley Dairy Farm, and, and, and very quickly, Murtek is named after Merle Pedley. Who ran the, the uh, Pedley Dairy Farm? So, so Murtek Merle taught me a very important thing, and that was how to work. And, and, and I remember it, it doesn't matter what's going on in your life or what, what do you have to do. One thing you need to remember, the cows have to be milk so 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 it might be a wedding tonight or something else tonight but first you got to milk the cows you got to get your job done and work was very important and and my father had five boys and after five boys they they went on to adopt a girl so that was our family so he had the blessing to teach us all how to work can you imagine having five boys on a dairy farm and trying to keep them busy but, that'd be anyway, great he, he was able to do that and I remember one time I thought maybe I shouldn't, well, I, wasn't, I didn't have a watch. And I wasn't sure about coming home for chores. And there was a neighbor girl. And we had two horses. And I rode the horses down and spent the afternoon riding horses around on her farm. I thought it was fun. And then I started riding home. When I got close to home, I realized the cows had already been milked. Uh-oh. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness! Well, pretty quick, here come Dad down the road in his old pickup with three on the tree, you know, and he he taught me a wonderful lesson that you you don't want to miss chores. So so I didn't I didn't ever do that again. Um, and uh, so we learned how to work. So the the family farm was a good place to work. We got involved in FFA you know, presidents of the FFA and all of that stuff and 4-H and all those community involvement things that that, that can groom you for the future and teach you the right things. And then just being raised on a farm and being around business and seeing this guy that's putting a seed in the field, thinking he's going to harvest this in the fall and and the trust that they put in everything and to do that and run a business like that. there's a, There's a lot of great things you can learn just on the family yeah. farm.
0: Were you always involved in inventing and creating things as a kid? How did you get that book?
1: I don't know if inventing is the right word, but I like to I like to make stuff and I like to see things work. I, I remember as a fourteen year old I was welding in dad's shed late at night and building a loading chute to get cows up into a thing. And, and I just found some old steel and was making it. So I, so I guess I was always involved in those kinds of things and I I think it's cool stuff. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, how did you get from the farm in the Midwest to the great work you're doing at Murtec? I'm, I'm sure How did you get from there to
1: here? Okay. So, so I I had a job in in the Midwest at at a company, and I'll and I'll make that story brief too. But it was a union company, and I went to work there as a young farm boy, not really knowing what a union was. They said, Mr. Pedley, you're going to join the union. And I said, yes, sir. And then, I, and then I, I advanced on and I became chief steward of the union. I became business manager of the union. I went to the University of Iowa, learned how to negotiate contracts with companies. The company people were our good friends. Um, that plant closed and I watched 300 good friends get laid off. And so, 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 I, so I learned that. Then I, then I was riding with dad one day. I said, dad, you know, I've been offered a job in Chicago. And I said, I just don't think I can leave Iowa. I'm a farm boy, I gotta stay here. And he said, if, if you don't go your whole life, all you're gonna think about is what if, what if? He said, but if you go and you don't like it, all you gotta do is come back home. It's pretty simple. So, so I decided to move to Chicago and work. I did that for a while, was offered a job in Sanford, North Carolina, moved here in 1989 to work for a wonderful company called Synchro Automation. Unfortunately, times were what they were. And after I was there six months, he was in chapter 11. So they closed and then we formed electromechanical specialties in 1990 and have been here ever since. That's 30 years ago.
0: Wow. Wow. That's great. Well, so today, you know, just so you know where we are today is that we're continuing to operate in this midst of the coronavirus pandemic, you know, where we've seen manufacturing economy go through a bit of a fluctuation, you know, but during that time, you know, demand for personal protection equipment has gone through a spike, and I think you've pitched in to do some of that, haven't you?
1: We have a 3D printer, so our guys came up with some models and printed the uh, printed the headband, that held a mask, and then they printed a little a little device that a that a person could wear behind their head, so they could hook the, the the mask over that instead of over their ears. So little things like that we did, but we, we we've seen changes. I, I have a lot of product laying in my office here that we've worked on machines, quoting machines, to try to put some of that together. So yeah, yeah, we've seen things adjust. The automotive industry was starting to slow down a little bit. We've noticed over the last year. But now we've seen it slow down quite a bit. But we see consumer goods and medical devices coming back up. So everything's going to balance, we're all going to adjust in manufacturing, whatever area you're in, keep things going and be smarter and even better in the future.
0: So, so what, what, what do you see as the role of kind of automation and robotics, you know, as things move forward, you know, people often want to say that robots and things like that takes the place of jobs. And, you know, that's a tough conversation in a lot of circles. What do you say to those types of things?
1: I think technology is changing, you know, and it's been changing. I, I think, uh, Somebody said one time, you know, you know, we were building pyramids with ropes, and we had all these people pulling rocks up the hill. And then somebody invented a wheel, and then a lot of people changed. So, so, so a lot of things are changing. This this cell phone is is changing technology. So, so I think robots are are, are advancing things just like the car did to the horse market. It, it's, it's just change. It's progress. It's going to happen. I think robots are creating as many jobs as, as a lot of things have in the past for us. So I don't think they're taking jobs, I think they're creating jobs. We see, we see our customers that are using robots, hiring more and more and more people. They're not, they're not putting robots in and, and reducing force. We, we need more education, better education, education that's more technical so we can support the robots of the future. So it's, it, it's a growth thing Things things are adjusting, and 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 robots are becoming, you know, even more high tech in the last few years than they have been. So.
0: Hey, so have you built any fancy equipment for the Petley Farm since you've been out
1: here? Going? No, but there's a market there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't think of anything that I've actually got back in the Pedley Dairy Farm, but. But uh, but I have seen at some shows where they have this wonderful little robotic device now that will milk the cows, and I'm sure my brother would like some of those.
0: Well, you can make them for him. You got all you got yeah. a big plant there.
1: Yeah, we probably could. We probably could.
0: <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to hard to work for family sometimes. Yes,
1: it? yes. <laughs> he might he might not want to pay those bills. He might want his brother to do that for free, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, how long you think you're going to do this, Jerry?
1: Oh, well, that's a tough question. We've you know, had
0: this conversation. I want to yeah. find out where you are today.
1: Okay. So today, and I'm I'm not too bashful, but t- today I'm sitting here at 67 years old, but you know, I come to work and, and, and now, I'm, now I'm thinking like my dad, I have this wonderful job that you know, it's, it's a half a day job, a half day job to me, you you start at seven in the morning, you work till seven at night. So, so that's, that's a pretty easy job. And, And I come here every day and I have more fun than anybody should ever deserve to have at work. I work with 40 of the best guys in the world. What I do is fun. And I tell people if I'm sitting just like this, when I'm 85, it's okay. If I never get to retire, I'll be having fun. I'll be enjoying life. It may be the younger generation would like me to move along before that, that would be okay. So, I'm having fun. I think I think uh it it would it would be hard for me to understand what could be better in retirement than what I'm doing right now. I'm not a guy that's going to sit around and watch TV and take it easy anyway. So, so so I'm enjoying life looking forward to the future.
0: Yeah, it's, it's hard to see 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 you not working at Mertek or working on some kind of a product.
1: And then we've developed, you know, we, we, we've developed the future. We, we do think about those things. So I have four guys, you know, that, that will take Murtech over that's already in the plans. We're working on those succession plans. And so, so we're transitioning to the future, trying to make sure this is all going to work. Um, so, so succession planning is in effect and that's a big thing for, for folks my age with your own business and, and how do you work through that. So, so we are working through it. We're not ignoring it. You know, and we're making plans and day by day, we'll see how they all work.
0: Maybe let me ask you a little bit about economic development in the area. I know that Lee County and Sanford seems to be kind of a, a attractive place to go. I mean, you got anything that you're hearing about that's going on in that
1: area. Well, have you? Now, no, here I should all know yeah. all these names. What's that? Sixth Thorough, the new company that's the clothing company that's moving here from San Francisco. Hmm. That was announced last week. They're going to move into the other side of town. We have Pfizer here in town that's doing gene therapy. And now our spec building was purchased by another company from San Francisco that is going to be doing gene therapy. So it's really, really good to see this high tech industry in Lee County. We have a company called Brock Forge that's coming into town. They're doing aluminum forgings for the automotive industry. They're building a new facility so yeah it's it's good to see Sanford growing like this and uh we 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 look forward to the future so.
0: yeah well, so before we go, when have you had a uh one of those Davidson steaks
1: man woohoo <laughs> I think we should have we should have did that for lunch today,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: you know. Everything is back open now, and, and I'm sure in the next week or so I will be out to enjoy a Davidson steak. I, I have my little routine of enjoying wings and maybe maybe a, a glass of water on Thursday nights. <laughs> And I'll get to go back and have my wings again tonight. So I haven't yeah. been able to do that for a while. So
0: yeah. Sounds great. Well, Jerry, you know, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. I mean, you know, we could go on all day, but, you know, yeah, they tell us we have to cut it off somewhere. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, continue success with uh, the MerTech Solutions. And, and uh, we look forward to having you around much longer than you say. So...
1: Well, thank you very much. The the future looks bright for everybody and you know I, I think like I say things things get better every day and thank you all for everything.
0: Thank you for joining today's Clocking In, Voices of NC Manufacturing. This podcast is brought to you by NC State's College of Engineering, the North Carolina Manufacturing Extension Partnership, and Industry Expansion Solutions. If you'd like to learn more about the solutions NCMEP offers, go to www.ncmep.org. Want to listen to previous Clocking In podcasts? Go to ncmep.org slash clockingin.